Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany. Proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Uh, yes, indeed. Welcome to the Maccas Run on Trade Radio. We do it all for Maccas. Score a one in four chance to win with a Monopoly game at Maccas. Sam Hargraves in with you. Joining Matt Rendell. Matty, uh, about five minutes before uh, you guys were set to finish uh, on the late trade, the news came in. Uh, it was originally reported uh, by uh, Jay Clark and Sam Landsberger in the Herald Sun and now has been confirmed by the Essendon Footy Club that Chief Executive Andrew Thorburn has resigned after being in the job for a single day. Uh, they're reporting that his position was untenable after the Herald Sun revealed he was also the chairman of a church organisation with controversial views on uh, abortion, which they compared to the Holocaust and uh, homosexuality. So it means that they are trying to find their third CEO in the space of six weeks, uh, the Essendon Footy Club. And uh, I'm just going to have to read the statement out if you... Uh, bear with me. Uh, Essendon have released a statement, Matty. Um, Damo read the first part of it, but uh, it states the Essendon, the board of the Essendon Football Club has ex- has accepted the resignation of Andrew Thorburn as CEO as soon as the comments relating to a 2013 sermon from a pastor at the City of the Hill Church came to light this morning. We acted immediately to clarify the publicly espoused views on the organisation's official website, which are in direct contradiction to our values as a club. Essendon is committed to providing an inclusive, diverse and a safe club where everyone is welcome and respected. The board made that clear, despite these not being the... The board made clear that despite these not being views that Andrew Thorburn has expressed personally and that were also made prior to him taking up his role as chairman, he couldn't continue to serve in his dual roles at the Essendon Football Club and as chairman of City on the Hill. The board respects Andrew's decision. We are deeply committed to our values and support wholeheartedly the work the AFL the work of the AFL in continuing to stamp out any discrimination based on race, sex, religion, gender, sexual identity or orientation or physical or mental disability. I want to stress that neither the board nor Andrew was aware of the comments from 2013 sermon until we read about them this morning. I also want to stress that this is not about vilifying anyone for their personal religious beliefs, but about a clear conflict of interest with an organisation whose views do not align at all with our values as a safe, inclusive, diverse and welcoming club for our staff, our players, our members, our fans, our partners and the wider community. Acting CEO Nick Ryan will continue in his role whilst we commence the process to appoint a new CEO. So that's a massive, massive story. Mm. Just 24 hours after he was officially announced, he'd been leading uh, the or part of the review uh, leading the external review into the uh, the football department that was called for uh, by Dave Barham, who um, effectively overthrew the former president, uh, Paul Brasher, 
and then has been instilled as CEO. These revelations have come to light, Matty. Um, it's it's a debacle, really, for the Essendon um, Footy Club. I'm I'm just a bit shocked that Essendon didn't know about it in this day and age of social media that you don't know everything about anyone that's what they do in their life and posted and Facebook and Instagram, TikTok, whatever, how you don't, I mean, recruiters have someone who specifically goes through players' Mm. social media accounts. Well, this wasn't on any of his social media, but But, his role, mm. I'm not sure if they were aware of his role as chair of his church. You would have mentioned it. Or you think the question would have got asked, is there anything in your background or anything you do outside the CEO role that uh, we need to be worried about? That's well, that's yeah. just a standard question you do get asked. Do you have any other jobs that you currently do? Uh, and um, clearly he decided that he was going to stay with the church over the CEO. Uh, is that what we're thinking? Or was well, that's, or, that's, or was, that's what the statement says. Yeah, it does. It couldn't yeah. continue in both roles. Yeah, I'm just shocked that it didn't happen. But – I will say this, um, you mo- they made a mistake, okay, by not doing enough background check, um, and you move on. It's not going to hurt them that much. They'll get another CEO within uh, a month, I would su- suggest. Um, the AFL football landscape is 30th of uh, the end of the year, their financial year is 30th October, starts again on the 1st of November. I would suggest that they've probably got a CEO by the 1st of November, um, and and you move on, you just wonder how something like that can happen if you're doing your due diligence. Yeah, I'm, I'm as stunned as you are. Um, Andrew, uh, who's been the CEO of, of two banks, the NAB and yeah. the Bank of New Zealand, um, who um, was made to resign from his position at the NAB in the wake of the Royal Commission yeah. into misconduct in the banking industry in 2019. Its final report was pretty scathing of... Of, of him uh, in that um, he spoke to Gary Lyon and Tim Watson earlier and was, and, and, and Gary Lyon asked the pertinent questions to him about what, what had been posted or the sermons that had been given as part of the, the, the church group that he represents. And, and this is what he had to say. How do you answer that if a, if a player was to come to you, male or female, yes. to say, listen, Andrew, you're the head of the organisation yes. that I play for and I'm gay. Yes. Um, and, I, I have, an, I have and, an issue with this. And I would say thank you uh, and I r- respect and care about you and you're welcome in this organisation and I want to hear what you think and that to ensure that you feel safe and can speak out that. So I want people to know that who I am and how I lead and how I engage, that's what they should rely on, Right. Now, when it comes to the church, um, I, I, I haven't read all of that um, um, because the Crichton Middle went on right. a bit, yeah. right? Yeah. But I haven't read it all. You're the chairman but of? City on a Hill Church, yeah. right? Now, I just want to say, some of those go back to 2013. I wasn't even at the church. I've never heard these things expressed since my time. I've been on the board for two years, two years. Yeah. Um, but I also want to say that uh, I think, I mean, in in the church, like any diverse society, there are very different views on all these matters. Right. I have different views on some matters. Right. I'm not a pastor. My job as a in a governance role is to make sure it's run well. I don't always agree with what's said. 
So that was mm. um, just one of a, a few questions that was put to Andrew uh, by uh, Gary Lyon this morning on SEN, and, and that was one of the answers. Worth listening to it in its totality, but but clearly uh, Andrew has made a decision to step down um, when it was put to him that he couldn't continue in and, both roles, and he's chosen. And you, and you know why, Sam? This would go on yep. for a year. It'd be talked back every time. Um, people ringing in. Uh, I mean, great for the well, you've, talk back sport radio stage, but it would be never-ending. Well, you've just brought in a women's team uh, and those yeah. views on abortion where you're comparing it to the Holocaust yeah. um, well, it's wouldn't not, sit comfortably. We're not saying him. it's his views. No, no, we're not saying it's, it's his, his views. Uh, Absolutely not. That, and he said that he has different views on the things. He didn't had, expressly state which views. The church had those views back yeah. in 2013. What I will say is that he's probably looked at it and gone, I really couldn't be bothered with the with yeah. what's coming Yep. What I know is going to come because it's already come in one day. What I'm going to have to put up with for at least a mm. year, probably more. And do I need to go through this? And he's made a choice to opt out. Yep. Um, maybe with a bit of help from the Essendon board, but he's made a choice to opt out. And um, he should be commended for that. That, But he just didn't want to obviously go through the drama that was coming his way. No doubt there was going to be drama. Absolutely. Um, and, so we move on. Yeah, and the club are going to have to move on pretty quickly. And so they're on the, on the hunt yeah. for another CEO as we speak. Yeah. Um, it all happened pretty quickly. The appointment and, and Damien Barrett spoke earlier about the fact that there was, if there was a process there, it was a very, very quick one uh, to appoint him as CEO. Um, as, as Gary Lyon pointed out, They've got a women's team that's just come in. They have mm. women employees. They have would have um, homosexual employees. Mm. They would have Jewish employees. They would have people who would have read that. And whilst that he said that's not my personal view, yeah. but he is the representative and chair of the church that does hold those views. Some people at the church. Some people at the – well, a, a pastor who's given a sermon at the church has yes. held yes. those views. So when you're CEO and you're president and you mm. coach are the three most visible and important um, leaders uh, at the club um, – yeah, it was a no-brainer. He had to tip out. Yeah. I don't know what the response has been from internally, from the people that I just mentioned since mm. uh, these revelations have, have come to light. The club doesn't need the drama. No. It needs some It needs some clear air and some smooth sailing, mm. Sammy. And this <laughs> is in people are going to point in and, and ask questions about, well, what about, have we asked the, the, the Muslim players what they view? Have we, you know, wanted to, a, wanted to speak about Hanin Zarika and, yeah, and, thinking that, and, and thinking that every single thing is the same and mm. not understanding maybe the nuance of some things and, and not the others. And we're talking about individual players within an organisation there. This is your CEO. Yep. So whether he's made the call and we've been pushed, but you're right, it would have been a continual theme mm. throughout as long as he was still the chair mm. of that church. And when we have, you know, again, with the AFLW, with women in football round, with when pride round comes, when, when, so it, it would not go away. Sammy, could you imagine the media, how many of those church sermons they'd be going to, to pick that apart? They, they would be fronting up, when, uh, say it was every Sunday, they'd be fronting up every Sunday to the church to try and pick it apart. It just was going to be untenable. It would have been ridiculous. The Herald Sun reporting that they'd uh, mm. seen multiple letters from outraged supporters who threatened to tear up their memberships mm. on the back of Thorburn's appointment. So the Premier, Daniel Andrews, um, was pretty scathing uh, mm. of the church's stance mm. and, and on Andrews' appointment. 
as a CEO of the Essendon Footy Club. He, he's an Essendon member. He yes. said he wouldn't be uh, tearing up his membership, but the deputy mayor of the city of Port Phillip, um, he did say he was tearing up his membership off the back of this. So, yeah, this wasn't going it's away. It's very divisive. You know, I heard some talk back on the way and some people were fine with it mm. and called out hip- hypocrisy. And some of them said, I'm, I'm not getting involved in the Essendon Footy Club again. So that's where it was going. Um, had, what happened had to happen. So that is uh, the latest out of the Essendon Footy Club. They'll be looking for their third CEO uh, to take the reins in a six-week period after Andrew Thorburn offered his resignation. Uh, the Essendon board accepted that resignation uh, a day into his CEO-ship. Um, it has uh, come to a very br- a very abrupt end. Um, on the Macca's run, over the next, uh, well, 50 minutes that we've got left, we will be speaking to uh, newly minted Blue, uh, former Docker, former Saint, Blake Akers, will be joining us for a chat after uh, he was traded to the Blues from Fremantle today for a future third round pick or a third round pick. Matty Rendell's got a few things up his sleeve. We'll give you the state of play on a few of the other trades uh, and get you up to speed on every bit of business that's been done today. Uh, score a one in four chance to win with the Monopoly game at Mackers. You're listening to the Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany. Proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. A trade news update for Beaumont Tiles. Hey, Tylers, need stock fast? Beaumont Tiles are ready to help with over 115 outlets stocked up. Yeah, it feels amazing. Um, I love what this club's been building over the last 12 months and um, I've been watching from afar and uh, just really excited to get uh, get involved and, um, and see where this club can go. It obviously wasn't an easy decision. Um, my life up in Brisbane um, is something I've only ever known as an adult, so... Um, just to be able to um, come home, be around family. Um, my partner and I made that decision and um, we, we just felt like Collingwood was the, the best club to come to. They, uh, they've been building something special. Fly seems like he's got a really great understanding of the group and, uh, and a lot of belief in, in the playing group. So um, it's just something that really excited me. Dan McStay, 160 games for the Brisbane Lions across eight seasons, has got his wish. And as a, as a free agent move, he will join the Collingwood Footy Club. Uh, he was picked 25 in the 2013 NAB AFL draft. It's a five-year deal. He's 27 years of age. The Brisbane Lions will get a second-round compensation pick, which is at the moment pick 35. So um, that's one of three deals done today. Liam Jones of the Western Bulldogs, Blake Akers, who we're going to speak to shortly, to Carlton. And we believe that a deal to send... Uh, Griffin Logan, Darcy Tucker to North Melbourne has also been agreed upon, but the paperwork not lodged. So, Matty, they get Dan McStay at the Ooh. Collingwood Footy Club. Oh, and lose Grundy. <laughs> that doesn't Expecting add up. Expecting Grundy to be traded to pick 27, yes. can you believe that? Doesn't, doesn't can, add can up Can I to give me. you something on Dan McStay? I yeah. think people are underselling how good a player this guy is. Yeah. He's a better player than people realise. He's been top 20 in contested marks in the competition in the last five years, despite being the third banana and now the fourth banana inside Ford 50 behind Danaher, Cameron and Hipwood. Mm. So he's been, so 2018 equal 15th, 2019 equal 6th, 2020 equal 11th, 2021 equal 11th, 2022 equal 15th. Nobody has taken more contested marks at Brisbane in the last five years. Mm. Four out of the last five, he's been their number one contested marker. Mm. It's exactly what Collingwood need. They need someone who they can get a bailout kick to down the line, who is going to take contested marks for them. He gives them that. They've lacked that. He provides it. 
Um, how many goals he kicked? But he, but he's never been the, the he's he's been the the number four target over the last two yeah, years and the number three target for the two years before <sighs> that. So he's not their number one target I, as an I avenue know, to goal. I know, I know. You want Grundy or McStay in your team on Grand Final Day? I would, Sammy? Pick, I would pick Brody Grundy. <laughs> hey, but they've had Brody Grundy in their team on Grand Final Day, and it didn't turn out the way well, they were. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> And save, do you know what they needed that day a, in 2018? For a, they needed another key forward on that day in 2018. Save for an umpiring decision that should have gone to Maynard. Oh, listen to it coming yes. out now. Oh, well, please. Where were you working again in 2018, yeah, please, Matty? Please. It was a free <laughs> kick every day of the week. You know who would have paid it? Um, Razor Ray would have paid it. Um, look, it's done and dusted anyway, so mm. uh, I think – they would have committed very, very early in the season. You know, maybe even last year, maybe even this time last year. Uh, they know all the free agents coming out. Uh, clubs get in touch straight away, and you know they would have put, been trying to get in before anyone else. Have their time again? Um, maybe not. Now, speaking of Brisbane Lions picks and compensation picks and then what mm. Brisbane Lions need to do for the business-wise, you're going to come back and speak about that. We've oh, okay. got to get to a break because Blake Akers is going to join us, uh, who is one of the other three deals done today officially, uh, four believed to have mm. been done. Uh, and, of course, the other big news today that uh, Essendon are on the look for another CEO um, and a retired bomber, uh, Anthony McDonald, Tip- Anthony mm. McDonald, Tip and Woody, uh, looking likely to make a comeback uh, with Essendon and Frio, the team's Currently in the mix. Uh, this is the Maccas run on trade radio for Maccas. Score a one in four chance to win with a Monopoly game at Maccas. Blake Akers, New Blue, on the other side of this. You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Trade up to Continental Tyres. Engineered in Germany. Proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Across the other side of the ground they go. Collar Jasny. He goes down the line, it's turnover. It was crying out for it. Akers runs to 55, thumps it towards goal and makes them pay. Oh, they won't like that, the locals. Oh, that was just a Ooh. very nice highlight uh, from Carlton's newest recruit at his time at Freo after a career-best Year in 2022, average just under 22 disposals a game, Matt Rendell, but bolt meters game for Blake Akers, mm. redeployed as a wingman. Mm. And his finals, I would say, probably Freo's best performed over the two finals. 24 yep. disposals with 544 meters in the win over the Bulldogs and 27 disposals close to 600 meters in the loss to Collingwood. He's been mm. good enough to jump on the line with us after securing the move from Fremantle to Carlton. It'll be his third club after starting at St Kilda. He played 75 games, 2014 to 2016, 45 games for the Dockers between 2020 and 2022. And now he's in the Navy Blue. Blake Akers, hello, mate. Hello, lads. How are we? Good, thanks, Blake. How does that How feel? Is Business today? done, a new home. Uh, you've been here, there, and everywhere over the last few years. But um, how do you feel to, to to know that your future's secure for the next three years at a club that's uh, on the up? Yeah, no, I'm really pumped with it. To be honest, it's I'm stoked to got done in the first couple of days. Didn't really want to have mm. to wait wait around for it. Um, so I get through today. Um, try to get back to all the messages today, and um, got a few more radios to do, and then. Um, yeah, no, I'm really excited to be a part of Carlton now as well, especially for the next three, four years. Um, yeah, the group's heading the right way. They nearly made finals last year. Pretty stiff not to be in it, to be honest. So hopefully I can just add a little bit um, 
and then, yeah, made that next step to finals. Uh, Matt Rendell here. Uh, Blake, uh, congratulations. I'm just – I'm intrigued. You've left a team well on the up to another one on the up. Uh, explain the move for us. Oh, to be honest, um, I had some talks mid, like about just over halfway through the season with Frio um, about contract extension and sort of wasn't really um, what I thought was where I was – what I sort of needed for where I'm at in footy. Mm. Um so I sort of um, just had a little look around and just to see if there's much out there and just to make sure I wasn't, you know, underselling myself um, and just the difference in um, contracts that I was sort of looking at um, mm. sort of told me that I was potentially getting undersold a little bit. Um, and so I had a few more convos with Freo and sort of just couldn't quite get it to where I, th- I thought um, was suitable for me. And so I sort of looked at, well, I had a good conversation with Carlton um, and where they're at, and um, I, was, I feel like I can fit in there really easily and what I bring to them and what they can bring to me and do for me, um, yep. I think it's a really great fit, to be honest. Oh, so it um, brings my next question. So you signed a four-year contract, is that correct? Yeah, it's three years. It's three years, years, okay. Uh, so what has been the conversation with Carlton around uh, what role they want you to play? Obviously, you were you're a champ on the wing at the end of the season, well, most of the season, but the final mm. series was outstanding. So there was a spot there for you, Frio. So what are Carlton thinking? Oh, to be honest, it'll be pretty similar. Um, I, I don't think I'll have to change much of my game, to be honest. I'll, I'll just be a hard runner, two-way runner for them mm. on the wing. Um, and if I, maybe some time inside as well in the midfield to help out Cripper and, and uh, mm. Walshie and those guys in there. Which, which I've something I've really want to do over my time is play as an inside mid for a bit. So if I can get that opportunity as well, um, I feel like I can really build on my game and where I'm at at the moment. Mm. Blake, was it? A, was it? It must have been a really hard. I mean, I know that when it just comes down to brass tacks, it, it was an easy decision. But you look like you'd really got yourself settled at Fremantle. You're really part of the, the the fabric in there. You were part of the best twenty two. It must have been really tough when you, you know that you've, you put a value on yourself and when the club's not in alignment with that, I'd imagine that's a pretty tough place to be. How do you – what was the support around you like and how did you have to reconcile that, that here's a place where you felt like you'd found a home, yet monetarily-wise they didn't value you anywhere near where you sort of thought that you were valued? Um, I don't imagine that's an easy situation. Yeah, it, it was a tough one, to be honest. Um Especially with the group at Freo at the moment, I'm I'm close with a lot of them. Mm. Um, and, and and to be honest, the culture at Fremantle is outstanding. It's the best culture I've been a part of in my journey at the moment. Um, so that made it a lot harder to leave, to be honest. And I got along with all the coaches and everyone at the club really well. And um, being a Perth boy, I, I settled in. And um, but you know, footy's you only get a short time in footy. Mm, yeah. Um, and I and I want to be in it as long as I can. And um, if I, if I sort of didn't feel like, um, you know, if I was going to get that commitment from Fremantle, then um, I, I potentially could should look elsewhere so I can keep my footy journey goal as long as I can. And I had good conversations with a lot of the players um, during the year about where it was all at, um, just so they're on top of it. I didn't want to lie to them. And so I was quite open with all of them and their support was outstanding throughout the season. And I know they're they're all dis- they're, they're all quite disappointed in me leaving, but they all understand why, and um, I'll be good mates with a lot of them forever, and I'll still support them when I can. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's been a tough mm. one, but I'm also 
lot, lot to look forward to, to be honest. Mm. Yep. Uh, you, you're a West Perth boy, aren't you? Yep. Yep. Um, did you go to the grand final? We had our BNF night that night. So oh, my the, God. Um, no. Parked up in the Crown Sports Bar. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a bit sad because they haven't won one for a long while, have they? Yeah, that, oh, it's been a while. They've, yeah. they've had, um, they had all three coaches in the Colts Red yes. League. So Did they win? The, what happened the with the other team. two? What happened with the Colts and the Reserves? Reserves just lost by, I think, seven or eight points, and the Colts lost by two points. Oh, so God. League nearly got done as well, so it could have yeah, been a shocking day in the club. I saw the league result, yeah. Uh, now, i just got to tell you a funny story, uh, Blake, because oh, I, when I was working for uh, Collingwood, Recruiting, uh, I went over to Perth, first game of the year, and the boys said, can you go over and watch Blake Akers for us? And I said, no worries, they're playing out at West Perth. Anyway, the, there was a game on earlier and uh, at Swan Districts, and I'm watching that game. Anyway, later in the day, the boys rang up and said, how did Blake Akers go? I said, I don't know, I didn't get there. Oh. <laughs> I, I said, I said, they said, what were you doing? I said, I'm watching this bloke play for Swan the Districts and he's mesmerising me. I said I couldn't leave at half time. I had to watch the whole game. Who was that it? That player, Charlie Cameron. Oh. Playing his oh. first game for Swan the District. So oh, sorry, old mate, I, I burnt you. <laughs> I burnt you. No, you end up saying killed him. But oh, I did watch it later in the yeah, year. No, that, that hurts, mate. I really to go to Collingwood. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, old mate. You got to say killed her anyway. <laughs> No, I got to I got to a good club there. At yeah, Saints, yeah. But yeah, you, you look at the clubs you want to play. Go for being a young kid. Yeah, going with big them. So yeah, them and you know a few other clubs you want to go to. But far out, mate. You've stitched me up. <laughs> Hasn't he ever? Wow, I can't believe you've told him that. <laughs> uh, well, was Charlie Cameron? Yeah, well, fair enough. Hey, um. Uh, Blake, another big question here. Now, given that you're playing on the wing now, every commentator's loving that because when you've got space, Acres, he's got plenty of that. Yeah. It just rolls off. But why is your nickname Sheriff? Are you allowed to tell? Is that uh, suitable for the for the time slot? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, we um, at the club they did like yeah, obviously a lot of footy clubs did like a fine system for week to week, um, and that was sort of my role. Mm. Off, you know, off field, just making sure the boys were getting on time to stuff. And <laughs> yes. they gave away a 50 metre penalty or undisciplined free kicks and stuff. I'll just enforce a few fines and a um, few, few penalties throughout the year. And yeah, just a fun day in the season. Little um, little uh, piss up we did at the end of the year. So that, that was all good and just ran all that sort of stuff. It was fun. So just a little a bit on to more uh, serious matters. Uh, thanks for clearing that up too, Blake. Um, you're going to be playing uh, under Michael Voss, one of the greatest ever, uh, one of the greatest captains ever. What have your conversations, or have you been able to have a conversation with the great M Voss uh, at this stage? Yeah, I've had a few. Seems like an absolute ripper, and from what I'm told, he is a good fella. Um, so yeah, keen to play under him. But the conversations have been you know, a lot about just just mo- like moving over, making sure I'm alright in that sense, and um, I've got that all sorted. But then in terms of footy. Um, he just wants me to be who I am and bring what I bring, to be honest. He hasn't asked much more, and um, he just sees a good opportunity for me to keep growing my game um, and keep building, which I, I love to hear from him. So I'm looking forward to working under him. Well, Blake, we really appreciate your time on Trade Radio. Good luck with the move to Carlton. Not an easy decision to make. You'd got yourself back home playing at Fremantle, as you say, a West Perth boy, but you had to do what was best for your future. Uh, not easy decisions to make, and we wish you all the best with the call that you've made, and we hope it's a fruitful one for you. 
Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Blake. Blake Akers, former Saint, former uh, Docker, and Blues fans, now a current Blue. Uh, and your 2023 memberships are on sale now. Whether you want to support the team from the couch or at the games, there's a package there to suit you. Call 1300-227-586 or visit carltonfc.com.au slash membership to become a member for as little as $6 per month. Um Maddie, that's a surprising one before we uh, hit a break. I, 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 look, I'm really surprised that Freo low-balled him. Um, is it just too simplistic to say that this is all because they're trying to get Luke Jackson in the door? I, you wouldn't I think, think Blake Akers had anything I, to do I, with it. I think they had the great combo of Akers and Aish playing on their wings, and yep. they both had super years, I thought. Yep. I thought they were integral to Fremantle's rise up the ladder. Now, I know they've got options to replace uh, acres on the on the wing. We, we, we'll, I will talk that with Sosson when I do my list coming up. They've got options out there, but um, I thought he would have been really important. His leadership, maturity, um, uh, cl- clearly uh, a popular person around the club to put him in charge of fines. Mm. Um, so yeah, and they and they lowballed him. So uh, you know, we'll have to speak to Peter Bell or. Or David Walls or someone like that to find out the situation there. Yeah, I mean, look, we probably could have asked, you know, and I'll probably put my hand up and say I could have asked him, you know, were you were you forced out for Luke Jackson? Obviously that puts him in an uncomfortable oh, spot to answer for a question. He probably, but he probably couldn't answer it. No. Um, yeah. I don't think they would have said that to him. You wouldn't no. have thought in a meeting, well, we're going to no, lo- gonna gonna, lowball no, you because you've got this other bloke. Um, but then again, you did say that you he didn't go watch him one. because of Charlie Cameron. <laughs> <Yeah>. So I mean, <laughs> he wasn't the only one. They lowballed Griffin yep. Logue. Yep, Darcy, Darcy Tucker. Tucker was a bit different because yep. he's not in their best team. No, and and they've got a welter of running backs, which Darcy Tucker was. So he just got superseded, Darcy. Yep. But Griffin Logue, they lowballed. Oh, that's that's doing my head in. Anyway. Hey, uh, when we come back, we'll go through all the business that's been done today and get your views uh, on all of that and just um, have a little look at what the state of play is uh, on a couple of other deals that we're expecting to be done but haven't been announced yet. This is the Macca's Run on Trade Radio. You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany. Proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. The Daily Wash Up. It's all thanks to Pope. Pope, the better way to water. Matt Rendell is here. Sam mm. Hargraves. Make the connection with Pope's range on reliable garden watering systems. So, just to recap, Paperwork Lodge. Fremantle trade Blake Acres to Carlton for its future third round selection. We just spoke to Blake. Uh, that'll be up uh, on the podcast for Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio shortly. Paperwork. Actually, we'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, the AFL received paperwork for unrestricted free agent Liam Jones to sign with the Western Bulldogs. Carlton will receive a round three selection, currently 49 in the draft. Liam Jones signing with the Western Bulldogs, uh, the club that originally uh, drafted him. Uh, he got a NAB Rising Star nomination there, um, refused to be vaccinated uh, for this season, so retired from Carlton and missed the whole year. Played in the quaffle with uh, Palm Beach Kurum, and It's a three-year deal. Um The other deal done today is Dan McStay uh, has signed with Collingwood as an unrestricted free agent. Brisbane are going to receive a round two selection, currently 35 in this year's draft. Um, We heard from Dan McStay a little bit earlier on that move. It's a five-year deal, Matt Rendell, but the compensation is pick 35, as we've just heard. Um, They were hoping for it to be pick 19, an end of first round. We heard that report yesterday, Brisbane. That's not not, what they wanted. It's not... um... A pick 19, it'd have to be around 700. So it's clearly south of that. So it's got to be six, maybe 550. 
The other deal that's been done today, Paperwork Lodge, Melbourne are trading its round two selection, which is pick 33, its round three selection, Mm. which is pick 43, and its round three selection, pick 53, to Port Adelaide for its round two selection, which is 27, which... um, That'll go for Grundy. Yeah, which we've been told will be used to bring in Brodie Grundy. Yeah, so Port end up with 1,171 points here. Mm. Um, That equates to a pick 14 in the draft today. That's pretty damn good. Uh, I got a feeling some of it might go to Brisbane okay. uh, to get Ashcroft and Fletcher through. Uh, presently, they've got about 2,600 with the McStay. That's why they traded, to get the points for McStay. 35 which, is equivalent to 522 points. Which means that they'll have to trade for mm. Gunston, won't they? Because if they bring him in, that gets rid of the compensation. Well, they'll for trade McStay. for Gunston too. I don't think he's going to cost them a heap. No. Uh, so they need to keep that. So they got five. But even if it, if they don't trade for him, port some of the port picks will end up here. If the if the whole lot go there, they've got more than enough for those. So they don't need the whole lot. Um, but they might go forty three fifty three gives them three thousand one hundred points. Brisbane forty three fifty three and trade it for a second round next year, future second. That allows that three thousand one hundred points will get both players through the door. Uh, without uh, uh, having to go into deficit. And that allows Port Adelaide to still have 33 for for uh, Junior Rioli. Um, 15 will go out as part of the Dunkley deal because you don't want to lose it in the points scheme uh, because it's valuable. And so they get a player for him in Dunkley. It'll be 15 and something else. Not sure what, but there's a lot of picks, a lot of futures so, flying around. So with that, and you spoke uh, on Monday. Was mm. it yesterday that you told us or was it Friday? Mon- uh, well, it could be Friday, I think. Who knows? The oh, days Friday was. Friday, Friday yeah. was. You told us exactly how Brisbane mm. can get everything they want. At the time, At yeah. the time. But that involved, because at the moment, yep, they're, they're accumulating the points they're going to need yep. to match bids for Will Ashcroft and Jasper Fletcher for the yep. father-son picks. But that still doesn't get the Josh Dunkley deal done. And no. they've got pick 15. So you know that that's going to have to be part of it for yes. to satisfy the Western Bulldogs. Talks are ongoing between Dom Ambrosio from the Lions and Sam Power from the, the Western Bulldogs. But what it hinged on for you was Jack Bowes and taking him yep. and getting pick seven, sorting out his what he's owed, 850 well, a year They can for the still next two do years. this without Jack Bowes. The 15's involved, but it's going to be a future pick here, and it might be their future first next year. I, I'm, I'm saying maybe future second, but it might be future first and the 15 this year. The Bulldogs to get will be driving hard. They've already said. I mean, yeah, 15 and future first will definitely get it done. Yeah. Okay. That's without Jack Bowes, and they still get their players in. Uh, they'll they'll have to trade for uh, uh, Gunston, but I don't think he'll cost them much. Um, that's why they probably need uh, a, a pick or two off Port Adelaide for the Gunston deal. Um, but if they get bows in, it's a no-brainer. You just hand over the seven and away we go. And they've got uh, heaps left over. They have actually don't need to do the port deal. They've got plenty left over. So uh, intriguing. The, the Bose deal is going to hold up a lot of things going on. So uh, clubs would need to know that pretty quickly, I reckon, what, what he's deciding to do. Uh, just on that, and there's a couple of texts here coming through off the uh, – the Continental Ties AFL Trade Radio text line uh, during this period is 0419-187-323. So if you're texting the regular Macca's Run number, it's not getting through to us and we can't see it. Uh, 0419-187-323. Um, 
hello, just have a question about James Harms. Will he be going to Essendon and where will Jack Bowes end up? So Ooh. long, uh, short answer to that is no, he won't be going to Essendon. They've knocked that on the head, the Melbourne Footy Club. But with Jack Bowes, so Andrew Mackey, uh, Geelong, Sam Edmund and several mm. others who are reporting and watching this closely believe that Geelong are the front runners yep. at this stage. He will meet with Essendon and Jack Bowes, but they're not believed to be the front runners at this mm. stage. Geelong are believed to be. Uh, this was Andrew Mackey uh, speaking on Jack Bowes today on AFL Trade Radio. Oh, not necessarily today, Lordy. I think uh, in the next little while, though, um, yeah, we've, we've been, um, we've, we're caught up with Jack. He's a really good catch-up. We've been uh, aware and, and sort of talking to his management for a long time about uh, where Jack's at and how he's going up, up north. Um, so, yeah, no, we're looking forward to, to hearing where that lands, but, you know, we'd love it to be us. So that was on if they can expect an answer from Jack Bowes today, Andrew Mackey from the Cats. But this was Andrew Mackey speaking about Jack Bowes. I'm only new to the case of Kane. I don't know how all this stuff plays out. But um, I think, to be fair, we, we, uh, we've we been aware of his playing attributes for a long time. And, and something we've been on record to say this year, like our midfield, we're, we're aware that we'll need to transition that um, very soon. And, and we're sort of making sure we're doing steps to do that. Um, now clearly we were linked with Hopper throughout the year, but um, in that same discussion was Jack Bowes, and so that, it goes back a fair way. And um, you know, obviously everyone's talking around the pick link with that. We haven't even with, with Gold Coast. The discussions have been we're confident a trade could get done, um, but the ins and outs of that we haven't really discussed because there's no there's no point talking about it until you know he chooses where he mm. wants to play his footy next. So it's a big call <clears> for Jack. I mean, he he's got yep. up to possibly five different suitors. I think the contract that he's going to get is going to be very similar wherever he goes. Mm. It just decides where he wants to live. He wants to stay in Queensland. It's Brisbane. Uh, he's got, if he wants to live in Melbourne, he's got Essendon. He's got Hawthorne. Yep. And he's from Cairns. He's a country boy. Why wouldn't another country boy go down to Geelong? Well, they, everyone and, loves it. And possibly playing a flag straight up. Um. So there's a bit of business for the Cats to do as well. Ollie Henry, who put in the request uh, to be traded from Collingwood, which is a bit of a kick in the guts for the Pies after just a couple of years at the club. Um, Andrew Mackey spoke about their confidence in getting Ollie Henry to the Cats. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, and there's no simple formula. There's, there's the subjective, objective stuff. Um, you know, data plays some bit of a role, but ultimately we've just got to work out what, what we have on our list, where does he fit, um, how do we see, um, you know, his next little bit and input potentially for us in AFL footy and then go from there. And, you know, that, that's tied in with what Stephen Wells and Liam Wood, Woodland do from a draft perspective. And then we, we nut that out and come up with a sort of conclusion as to where we think he's valued. Um, and, you know, it's, it's uh, Collingwood and whoever the teams are have their own value on different players too. Mm. And, and that's their right to have that. Uh, so that was Andrew Mackey. Um, this was Andrew Mackey on the confidence of getting Ollie Henry to the Cats. Yeah, he wants to he wants to come down and play for Geelong. I think um, by the end of the year, it, it sort of popped up late. That one, Kane. It was uh, um, we were aware he was out of contract, but we didn't we didn't actively pursue um, knock the door down to his manager. If you've given his second year player, it's not something that we tend to do. But uh, clearly, his brother plays down here, and we're aware of the situation. But um, 
by the end of the year, or we, you know, even if it was a couple of weeks ago, we were aware that he was he would be keen to get down here. Am I confident? Oh, it's hard to say. I think mm. like I mentioned yesterday the, the common value for these guys, where there's still a lot of projection involved in in their playing, is is tough. But you know, we we sat down with Collingwood yesterday, and we'll do that again. And we'll try and work through. We're not sitting on our hands with any of the trades that we want to do. We're we're trying to be active and make sure that that those clubs, you know, do uh, do well out of it. Can you see that being done? Well, they normally do when they're out of contract and he wants to go there. They normally mm. get it done. So they've got Tanner Bruin coming in. They've got 18. Uh, so I'm, uh, 18 will go for one of them. Um, Bruin was a pick 12. Ollie Henry is a pick 17. They could end up with three first-round picks the, coming yes, in the door uh, after winning a premiership. Yes, and they got pick 36. And obviously they've got their future next year, which will be at worst 18. Um, so maybe they, <clears throat> they, they, they might lose the two first rounds out for three first rounds in um, and the and the seven, obviously, for Bose this uh, was a is real, part of it. This was a really interesting story today, Matty. Uh, Matthew Lloyd uh, spoke about Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody, who mm. retired uh, from Essendon, is still, we believe, an Essendon-listed player. Mm. Um, but this was Matthew Lloyd speaking about Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody possibly returning to footy. Mm. Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody was in the room. Uh, despite uh, obviously you know, retiring earlier in the year. And uh, he is contemplating a return back to football to play AFL next year. Uh, Essendon are very keen for him to rejoin Essendon, but leading the race to have Anthony next year is the Fremantle Dockers. So Channel 7's Ryan Daniels revealing that Justin Longmuir, Freo coach, met with um, AMT two weeks ago to discuss Ooh. his potential return. If it's to happen, it'll happen uh, he'll, after the draft and he'll join as a train-on player, but he's still an Essendon player, according to Scott Lucas, who's his manager, who spoke Which to Continental Ties to AFL Trade Radio. So, Excitement machine. I hope he gets oh, he's back. he's a phenomenal oh, player. I, I love him. You know, there, I think there was some ridiculous stat every time he kicked a goal, they won a game, Essendon. So... Of course they want him back, uh, but he's a great need for Freo. They need someone like him, a natural goal kicker. Mm. Puts a lot of pressure on with Schultz and Switowski down there. Um, it a makes great them, small forward brigade. Uh, makes them a lot more Frederick potent. as well. Yep. Frederick. Henry. It it, uh, well, if, what's happened with Henry? Not sure. <laughs> That's gone quiet, hasn't it? Um, so, um, yeah, I can understand the interest from Frio and I can certainly understand why Essendon want him back because they, they, they haven't filled that void either when he retired at the start of the year. Of course, it was, you can't fill, you can't replace him <laughs> once the season started. So, But the interest is he, he's still on their list. They haven't delisted him, so they would have to trade. Um, we just, this mm. has just been made, I've just been made aware of a, a statement from Andrew Thorburn, and, and I'm just having a look at how much time we've got left, so mm. I probably won't be able to read it in full. Um, but as uh, standing down from the Essendon Footy Club, yesterday was one of the proudest days of my life to be offered the role of CEO of the Essendon Footy Club, who have, I've followed since I was a boy. It was a profound honour. At last night's Crichton Medal, I could hardly contain my passion and wonder at the opportunity. I love the club. I love the people. I was incredibly excited about the work ahead. Um, However, today it became clear to me that my personal Christian faith is not tolerated or permitted in the public square, at least by some and perhaps Whoa. by many. I was being required to compromise beyond a level that my conscience allowed. People should be able to hold different views on complex personal and moral matters and be able to live and work together, even with those differences and always with respect. Behaviour is the key. This is all an important part of a tolerant, diverse society. Let me be clear, I love all people. 
and have always promoted and lived in an inclusive, diverse, respectful and supportive workplace where people are welcome regardless of their culture, religious beliefs and sexual orientation. I believe my record over a long period of time testifies uh, to this. It's a, it's a long statement and we've run out of time. I wasn't aware that I had that there to be able to read. So I apologise about that, but um, you will be able to find that, I'd imagine, on the club's website. But um, Ooh. it's worth having a read of that. He says his faith is central to who he is as well. So... Um, Essendon looking for another CEO. Maddie, thank you. Thank you, Sammy. See you tomorrow. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.